flip it off. Here it goes. I'm going to do something now, and after I do it, you're going to do it. I'm going to honor some people, and then I'm going to, I'm going to say you honor. I'm talking about honor tonight. I'm talking about the importance of learning how to honor. Because we live in a society where it's not a culture of honor. It's more a culture of sarcasm, a culture of roast, a culture of putting down rather than building up. And I've seen it even with some parents. They don't know how to honor their children. Children don't know how to honor their father. And we need it in the family. We need it in the church. We need it in our society. And so I want to honor. One of the, one of the most wonderful things, Karen, that happened to me when I married you as your parent. That's right. That's one of the most wonderful things that happened to me. And they're here tonight. They just came from California. 90 years old, 89 years old. You know what the Bible says? It says, <laughs> people clap because they know how they live. 38 years, given their life, ministry in Japan, coming home, forced, forced to. They weren't planning on coming home, but there was this thing in the Lutheran church where, where they came home. So they continue. He played tennis today, rode his bike. They went on walks. Nine years old. I'm going to give a message in, in some weeks. Yeah, I'm going to be giving a message on that some weeks ahead because when, when you guys get spiritual, God's getting physical. And there's something about keeping your body fit that is spiritual and that is important. You don't want to drop dead when you're 60 because you're not eating right and you're not exercising. It's a part of spirituality. It profits some. And they've demonstrated that throughout their life. Thank you. Here's what it says in the Bible. Go ahead and hug me. <laughs> that is what it says. Rise, rise in the presence of the aged, show respect for the elderly, and revere your God. If you want to revere your God, you rise in the presence of the elderly. To rise is to show honor, that there's something they've got that you don't got, and that's experience. You've got youth. When we're chasing after the fountain of youth, God is looking at the elderly and saying, connect with the younger people and give them some of your wisdom. So I bless you two, and I'm going to be interviewing him in a few more weeks, and uh, you don't know that yet, but, I'm, oh, uh, but we're going to uh, have some time together. So thank you, uh, Father, for Phil and Margaret yeah. and their example to us. And we receive from their life, their joy, their mm. attitude, their humor, mm. their delight, their, their energy. Yeah. Mm. I bless you in Jesus' name. Praise him. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah indeed. Greg, are you here? Stand up, Greg. Stand up, Greg. Okay.
I want to honor Greg. The last two and a half weeks, he's done more work than he probably in the last year. Would that be true? Yep. Yesterday, he cleaned out three cars. He's been mowing lawns. He's been painting. He's been doing things, getting busy with his life so that he gets off of himself and on to service, and God is changing him, and God is healing him. And so I honor him for his commitment to, to do it, to not to think about it, not to think how bad your situation is, but to, to get busy in serving other people and serving the Lord. The Bible says, outdo one another in showing honor. And I'm thankful that he's doing that. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about honor now, but before I do, I want you turn the turn this off. We're just gonna take take a moment. I want you to just look around. If you're new, it's hard to honor. How am I gonna honor someone? Don't don't know. But if you know someone, and there's a way that you can honor them now, there's a, a variety of ways you can honor. You can honor with your service, you can honor with your worship. We honored the land. Tonight. We honored Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? Thank you, Micah, for leading us. That was wonderful to give honor. What does honor mean? Well, I'll, I'll wait till the tape gets back on. But I want you now to turn, and whatever you can do to honor somebody, do it. One another. Be better than the person next to you. Outdo one another. In what? In showing honor. You know, it feels good to to be honored, doesn't it? Feels good. The Bible says before honor is humility. Humility comes before honor. And so if you think about how you can honor others, whatever, see if this principle is true in every situation, in every circumstance, in every country. You, you always get what you give. Is that true? Amen. It's absolutely true. Amen. If you want to be judged, go ahead and judge somebody. If you want to be criticized, go ahead and criticize. If you want to be loved, love. If you want friends, show yourself friendly. If you want honor, God said, I will honor those who honor me. Those who honor me, I will honor. So if you want honor, give it away. Don't be thinking about receiving it. Give it away. Whatever you want, you get. You want money? Give it away. It doesn't make sense, but it's true. It's absolutely true. Anything that you want, you give it away. If you want joy, then quit thinking about yourself and thinking about the fact that you don't have it and you wish people would be kinder to you because you've been victimized as a child and you don't have enough joy and you wish people would make you happier. No, walk across the street and give joy to somebody else. And as you give it away, it'll be yours. Joy, whatever you want. Give it away. It's true. So if you want honor, you give it away. How can we honor? Well, let's look at this word. The Hebrew word is kavod. It could also be translated glory. It literally means heaviness. That slang expression that people used to use more often, oh, man, heavy, is exactly a translation of, of, of kavod, heaviness. And so in the, in the tabernacle, in the temple, you walk in there, boy, the place is heavy with the glory of God. It's heavy. It's weighty. 
So honor is something that's weighty. Honor is that which we value. We put importance to. We give words to. We give time to. We defer to. So are we good at it? Are you good at it? My, my desire tonight is that by the end of our evening that you will have taken a step forward in this whole matter of showing honor. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't it be wonderful if this community, the people here, that, that we raised up the level of honor in our midst, God would be pleased. Why? I'll give you two reasons why it'd be good to do that. One is because God does it. God honored you by making you in his image. Come on. Think about that. In Psalm 8, this is, this is also, it's about Jesus, but it's also about you. You made them a little lower than the angels, and you crowned them with what? Not this time. <laughs> with glory and honor. <laughs> I thought somebody would be able to quote it. You crowned them with glory and honor. God has crowned you. You look like God. That's what it means to be godly. Look like God. Congratulations. Congratulate your friend next to you. You, 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 you look like God. My, oh, my. What an honor. God honored. God the Father honored Jesus. Three people were there. Plus Jesus. And then two others showed up. And it says... When he received glory and honor from the majestic glory. That's what Peter is calling God, the majestic glory. We heard his voice. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Why did God do that? Because he loved his son. Because he wanted to honor him before three people on a mountain. No one else heard it. But God loves to honor his son, Jesus. And Jesus honors his father. He's speaking John 8 to religious leaders. And he said, I honor my father, but you dishonor me. How sad. They didn't know who he was. They didn't honor him. But Jesus honored his father. Jesus honored the Holy Spirit. He said, it's to your advantage that I leave. Because if I go, the Holy Spirit will come, and he'll do all these wonderful things. He's honoring the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit honors Jesus. Jesus said about the Holy Spirit, he will take what is mine and give it to you. In the Trinity, it's a Trinity, a blessed community of deferring to one another and honoring one another. And so that's the best place we can learn honor. Look at how the Trinity functions. Look at how the Father honors the Son and the Son the Father, the Holy Spirit, all three of them. Okay, that's the first reason. The second reason that we want to learn honor is that God commands it. Do you want to obey what God commands? I sure do. God's commands aren't burdensome. 
God's commands are invitations to believe in Jesus to do everything that God asks me to do. It's not crushing. Only if I try in my own effort, then it is. Then it's, then it's condemnation. But it's, it's a, a blessed thing. So what did God command? Well, think of the institutions. You've got marriage, family, government, work. Just going to look at those briefly. And I'm not going to talk as long as I usually talk tonight. And that may be a miracle that you could pray for. Huh? So marriage is to be held in honor and the marriage bed pure. We messed up bad. We redefined marriage. We didn't honor marriage. We redefined it. What a terrible place that puts our country in whatever country it chooses to redefine marriage. God, God defined it, and we destroyed it. Sad. We didn't honor marriage. Husbands are to honor their wives. It says in 1 Peter 3, 8, as joint heirs of the grace of life. So if we honor them, then our prayers are, are answered. I love to pray with her. I love to meet with her and pray with her together. And when I do, I'm investing in my own destiny because she is me, I'm her. We're together. And I love her uh, to sing. She sings. She's a worshiper. You, you laugh when you hear that because you know. She gets up to, I tell her, hey, pray for us, and she starts singing, for goodness sake. And the wife is to honor the husband. There's respect. It's, it's respect back and forth. Why? Because it's in the Trinity and it needs to be in the marriage to strengthen the marriage. Why? Because we're making it in the family. Thank God our kids love God and honor us and we honor them. Children, listen to this one. Honor your father and mother. I'll tell you, if all you can do is badmouth your parents, for what they did, it will not go well for you, and you will not live long on the earth. But if you honor mother and father, you got two great gifts coming your way. It'll go well. Anybody want it to go well? How much you want to pay for it to go well? I'd pay a lot of money for it to go well. And you'll live a long life. I plan to live a hundred. Don't laugh. I plan to live a hundred. I plan to minister until I'm 95. And I'm going to do push-ups until I'm 95 to stay in shape so that I don't get a heart attack at 92 and collapse. I'm going for it. Caleb at 80 was really powerful, and he was, he was going for it. And so don't adopt this silly myth that at 75 you start backing off and you just ease into that chair. They, they didn't do that. And neither will I. So I want to I wanna go for it. So the best way that children can honor their parents is to obey them. Obey your parents. Even if you're 26. Find out what you can do to honor them. To show them respect. You know, they're, they're a lot of pain. So heaven. Home is meant to be like heaven. For some of you growing up, it was more like hell. I'm sorry for that. I'm sad for that. Pray for a lot of people, don't we, that have gone through that. 
You're not a victim. You are not a victim. And as you embrace your identity in Christ and your destiny in the Lord, God will show you how he's going to use the pain of your past to, to help you walk into your destiny. He's going to show you not that he did that, but how he's going to use it powerfully in your life. Obey your parents. Do parents honor their children? Does it go the other way around as well? Yes, it does. And we love here to honor our kids. There's a variety of ways to do it. One, we just did it a, a few days ago with a cousin. He had his birthday, and Karen had her birthday, July 10th. And so we first honored Malachi by going around in the circle. There were 20 of us there, and he got showered with affirmation. David, you were there. You, you know what it was like. Speak a word about that, uh, because he mentioned to me later, he said, to hear that father honor his son, how powerful. God wants to honor you. He wants to speak affirmation. You honor him, he honors you. It's a done deal. He said, Eli, he didn't honor me. He said, those who honor me, I will honor. Those who despise me, I will. I can't remember how it ends, but it's 1 Samuel 2.30. Powerful scripture. So, and then from the, the marriage to the family to, uh, to government, here's a, here's a tough one. 1 Peter 1.17, it says, Honor everyone. Uh, love, love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Whoa. The king is Nero. Jerk. Despicable. Used human torches for his parties. Terrible. Terrible. And yet Peter was saying, honor the emperor. There is a position that we honor when we can't honor the character. And Paul found that out when he came against the high priest and he got slapped. How dare you speak to the high priest like that? And he goes, oop. I didn't know he was the high priest. For it is written, you shall not speak against the priest of God. So we honor the position. We honor the position of presidency. I don't agree with much that President Obama does. But I honor the presidency, and I pray for the president. I trust that God is pleased with my attitude. Pray for change. I pray for him to be encountered by the Spirit of God. So we honor government. And then we honor in the workplace. If you can honor an overbearing boss, 1 Peter 2, 18 says... You, you will find favor with God. Anybody want to experience God's favor? Anybody want to know what it's like to have God's favor in you? Daniel knew what it was like. He, he moved on three world empires because he honored God. And he did what God called him to do. He was obedient in the exciting times. He was obedient in the prisons. He was obedient in the mundane times of life when nothing was going on. No one saw him. But he saw God, and God saw him, and God chose to honor him. So if your life is that way, if you're honoring at work with an overbearing boss, quit complaining. Quit complaining that he's not like you, that he doesn't have your values, that he's a little on the shady side. 
That's not your position to change him. It's your position to honor him. The Bible says so. And God will God'll honor you as you do it. So honor in the workplace. So bottom line, who do you honor? Everybody. Everybody. That person at, at the grocery store is in the image of God. Amen. And they're candidates for eternity. Amen. And we honor them. Now, how do we go about this? I'll give you several things. First of all, we honor what is honorable. Now, this is getting more specific. Because there are some things that we don't honor. We honor what is honorable. What is honorable? Jesus is honorable. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive wisdom and strength and power and blessing and honor and glory. We honor Jesus. We honor the Father. Now unto the King, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. We honor what is honorable. We honor character over charisma. This is very important. I don't know if this did happen. It sounds like it was made up, but I read about it that some guys went into a store after hours and changed the price tags on the items. When people came into shop the next day, there were some things that were a lot more expensive than they should have been, and there were a lot of good deals that uh, they shouldn't have gotten, but they got because somebody changed the price tag. It could have happened. It did happen. Satan changed the price tag. Satan changed the value of things. What we honor, we value. And when we honor what is dishonorable, we become blind to the true value of things. And then we make ourselves open to some antichrist who comes with terrible values but with leadership skills and charisma. In fact, in the end times, a guy will be charismatic in a worldly sense, performing miracles, and people will say, this is it. He's a winner. And we won't see the, the poor values if our values are skewed by honoring what society honors. Look what they honor. Just think of some of the characters that we have, we have held up as esteem. You think of a Michael Jackson who, who did not live honorably. And you don't honor that. You can honor a person. You don't honor when a person doesn't have character. We've had presidents that have, had, uh, that have done shameful things right in the White House should have been impeached. We kept, we honored the person and not just the position. So it's really important what your values are. What's important to you that, that you honor the right things. We honor character. We don't change the price tags. Next we go low. This is probably the, the message I give more than any other message, the importance of, of going low, because that's where grace is found. And when you honor, then you go, you go below them. Karen, show, show them 
Japan has a culture of honor. They also have a culture of shame, but they have a culture of honor in that they bow before others. It's a humble thing to do. In fact, when I went for the first time, you remember what I did and what, what you did? I, I knew I, when they introduced me, I knew I was to bow, and I went down like this, and Phil went like that. <laughs> he, he wanted me to go low, because I wasn't going low enough. Okay, didn't know that. So if you're giving... So if I'd be giving a gift to you, yes. then I would... See that? See your head? See and, your and your eyes. Your eyes go down. You don't go like that. <laughs> to see what you can Japanese see. Japanese aren't going to stare at you. You're humble if you keep your eyes down. You know, I'm not important. You know, it's the... I'm, what I'm giving you is more important than... Of course, just bowing. Yeah, would you like a whole sermon on this? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> they want it, honey. So why don't we just say right now, other people are more important than I am. Because that's what Paul said. They are more important. Treat them as more important than yourself. That's not easy to do. But the Holy Spirit can help you do that. That they're actually, their time is more important than your time. Their needs need to be met more important than yours do. And if you're concerned about them, if you honor them above yourself, guess who will see that, that you get plenty of honor and then some? He'll be looking out for you. Okay. I love the RSV, outdo one another. <laughs> I get so good at it. I'm better than you, David. I'm better outdoing one another. So we <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Come here. Come here. Come on, bring it. David, David knows how to do this. I've been watching him for years, and I've said this to him, so I'll say to you what I've said to him. He understands honor. Some of you haven't seen that yet because you don't know him well enough. But I noticed it when I met with some of the guys he was discipling. And afterwards, I said, David, where did you learn that? I can't even remember what he, what he told me. but he, From the streets, he, I probably told you. From the streets? Yeah, that's probably what I told you. Okay. Mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. So uh, could you share something with them about honor? Yeah. Everybody, amen. Hallelujah. Good work. Amen. Hallelujah. I haven't used one of these things yet, so I'm used to holding the mic. Or I could just dance and Karen can sing. Thank you. Yeah, just uh, Pastor Paul had touched on Kai and and just honoring him. Um, you know, once again, we always, 
he quoted the scripture, honor your father and mother, and, and, I, and I do bless my, my father and mother um, because the Lord just really taught me that um, they're imperfect people just as we are. And, and when you have, when you have a intimacy with Jesus who's perfect, you don't need perfection from other people. You just you just love them for what they have, amen. And so, what what really blessed me about every birthday? I'm just always floored because, and it's something I've actually implemented. Um, at, I've tried to implement at birthday parties at my own home. Is just honoring people, um, and just to touch on Kai's story to see um, his mother and father bless him and just speak life over him. And, and some people may have grown up with that, but once again, mom and dad, if you ever hear this, you did your best, but it wasn't, it wasn't always um, as poignant as that is. And it's, I often say to myself, this is surreal. I mean, that honestly, it's so, it's so beautiful to see um, them do that. So, um, yeah, Paul wanted me to speak a little bit on honor. I am a writer. I just, I just felt like I was supposed to write a little piece on honor, so it's not it's not a rhyme or anything. It's more of a statement. Um, but just, just to touch on just just honor to me, uh, I think that was, I don't know, I hear so many sermons. It was either last Sunday or last Tuesday. But just speaking on the law and the spirit. Now, this is, this is really what God has put on my heart because what does the scripture say? The scripture says, to who all glory, honor is due. And... And God just really put on my heart to just say that honor is something that we give to the Father that we that we receive to impart. Um, and really, I was I was just going through the concordance and looking at a lot of honor scriptures, and a lot of them didn't really reflect on me. It was all about Him, Amen. Um, I didn't want to smash that because Paul touched on it a lot. That it is unto each other also, but the Lord just really put on my heart that it's to give to him to receive than to pour forth unto others. And the balance that he also put on my heart to just touch touch on and talk about, like, like Paul said, I know who I rise and fall before. I know who I bow before. I know I know what they call on my life. I'm thankful for that. And, and, and the main issue in my heart is normally the full gospel, which Jesus help America. Um, because... Because honor is truly telling people the truth when they're in the midst of their bondage. Like, I'll, I'll give you an instance. Sometimes when I go to New Age festivals, people go around telling people God loves them. Okay, now what are they doing? Okay, they're shacking up. If you don't know what that means, they're sleeping together. Okay? They're doing drugs. They're drinking. And someone comes up to them in the midst of their hell and tells them that God loves you. You better have a strong anointing on that God loves you. Okay? It's, it's better to say to them, you're separated from a just and a holy God. You're in your sin. You're about to face Jesus on judgment day. He shed his blood for you to die for you, to fill you with the Holy Ghost, to come out of the pit that you're in. To me, that's honor. Okay, and to me, that's, that's something you want to, I'm not saying that's the new, new thing on my plate, but um, I just want the full gospel preached because the full gospel saved me. Okay, it was love, like a lot of people in here walk in, God down. We, we do walk in love. And, and it, it was love, a lady preaching the full gospel to me in love, okay, not beating me over the head with it, but telling me, once again, I was, I was guilty before just and holy God. So I'm just going to read this piece, and if it speaks to you, uh, amen. So honor, what is honor? Honor is showing forth security, safety, boundaries, 
borders, speaking the truth when it needs to be, having a listening ear when you need to have one, resting in the righteous judgment of Yahweh. That's big. Know that he's a righteous judge. The ability to walk in honor is, is allowed when you bow before your king, stand up as a son or a daughter, and go forth to a world in need, filled and led by the spirit of the one true God. So, you know, there's, even as I, as I just thought on this word, and I just thought about <laughs> our God in fullness, his Father and his Savior and his Holy Spirit, and I just started thinking about the word honor, I just, it's so neat to preach, but that doesn't really even encapsulate who he fully is, you know? Um, but I know that's the topic tonight, and it is a blessing to honor each other, so. Amen. Papa Yahweh, we just we bless you. We continue to bless you. And in Jesus, precious Jesus, we thank you for your blood and promised Holy Spirit. And and I just I thank you for every every vessel in here, Jesus. And I thank you for what they've seen. I thank you for what they've been through. And once again, I thank you for the ability to come to you and surrender, to repent, to turn from this this world of filth. And that, and that you, you, I just declare you as sovereign, that you are perfect. You are not a God that needs to come down and, and fit our need. And, 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 we, and then so we can be happy. No, you are sovereign, high and lifted up. You are on your throne. And I thank you for the ability to bow before you, to honor you, to worship you, to, to, to fellowship with you, to hear. Go here, go there, do this, do that. And why? Because if we've, been re- if we've been released from a prison cave, then we can go release those from a prison cave. So Jesus, I just thank you, and I've said it before when I've preached on honor, that there's a bond in, in, in King Jesus that's greater than gangs, that's greater than, than any falsity that's out there, and it's in the bride of King Jesus. So I thank you for blessing my brothers and sisters. And, and, and for this time that we are in, this time when the, when the harvest is white and we are able to go forth and seek and save that which is lost with our master. Stay in a spirit of prayer. If in your heart you've heard God speak to you tonight and he's saying something to you by way of conviction, by way of a comfort, by way of of newness, a challenge, that he's saying something into your heart, I can make you a person who gives honor. I can cause you to pour honor forth from your life toward heaven and toward other people. You cooperate with them in prayer. And just say something like, I want that. I want you to do that in me. I want your Holy Spirit to work that in me. I want my words to be the words of Jesus, truth and grace. When someone needs grace, I want to deliver. When someone needs truth, I want to deliver. I want to be ready to speak what the situation is needed. If necessary, ready to prophesy. We are available, Father in heaven, and we do want to be used 
to bring honor. I bless this community here that it become a deeper place of showing honor. I pray that you would give them strength in their hearts so that they could be thermostats rather than thermometers, rather than measuring the temperature, changing the temperature by, by cr creating in their own presence that honor so that they could, things could change in their families from sarcasm to blessing, from cheap words to words of weight and words of value, where parents honor children and children honor parents and brothers and sisters love and care for one another and speak into their destiny. It belongs in the home before it belongs here in this meeting. It belongs in the workplace. It belongs in churches. It belongs in government. It may be true in your heart. It may be true in your marriage. It may be true in the family that God gives you. But it's a place of honor. And may God shower you with it because you're not asking for it. You're simply wanting to give it away. Just let it settle in now. I'll tell you, they prayed for me before we came down here that I'd be filled with the Holy Spirit. And as soon as they did, I said, hey, I've got news for you. It worked. It worked. I got filled. You can get filled with the Holy Spirit can come in a moment. I feel it right now. I feel it right now, surging in this place. I feel it. It's coming to you. Just say, just say yes in your heart. Yes and amen. I say yes to the moving of the Holy Spirit in my heart so that my attitudes can change. Those who show honor are guarding their attitude because it's an attitude of love and care and respect. It's not an attitude that chews out every politician and every church leader, makes mincemeat out of people. You're so good to do in us what we cannot do in ourselves. And we say, thank you, Lord Jesus. You died our death so that we can die to the law, die to sin, and live to righteousness. Now, just so you know, this becomes a prayer meeting. Right now, it becomes a prayer meeting. We just turn to two, one or two others, and we're going to fellowship after a little while. We'll announce when it's time for the uh, newbie meeting. There's food upstairs, I suspect. But for right now, we're not fellowshipping. We're praying for one another. Satan grabs words that are given when people too quickly change the subject. Think about the World Cup or something else. You know, just think about something that's happening. So we're focusing in now on honor. So turn, find somebody close to you that you can pray with and believe for. Ask somebody to pray that you can really believe for this and that your life can be changed tonight. It's possible. Go ahead. Turn. Start turning right now as 